Welcome to Nintendo Dispatch, your weekly Nintendo podcast covering all things from the wide, beautiful world of Nintendo. I'm James Matsumoto Magno. And I am Michael Homebody Rivette. All right, he's home. I'm from home. being on the road. Ah, yes. welcome home. Welcome thank you, home. thank you. It feels good. It feels good to be home. It feels good to be in my office again with all of my computer screens so I can see everything at once. It's a nice feeling. Uh, people don't, you know, they don't maybe see behind the scenes of the podcast. But when I have to record in the office or on the road, it's, it's pretty jarring because not only do you not have your microphone, but you're usually on a limited surface and you're on a Chromebook. I, it's all magical that any of it worked, to be honest with you, but I'm glad it did. Oh, yeah, me too. I, it, it was definitely a shock to the system. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm going to kick it off this week with something a little bit different. Uh, Michael, I attended a video game event in a person. Can you believe it? I don't believe it. No, it is. <laughs> it's, it's shocking. <laughs> I got out of the house, Mr. Homebody over there. Um, <laughs> I left. I left the house. So this is an ongoing tradition. This is a yearly tradition that my friend Jesse and I have. I've mentioned Jesse many a times on this podcast. But uh, he and I have a tradition of going to PAX, Penny Arcade Expo West. It used to be called PAX Prime. I've lived in Seattle for eight years, and I believe I've gone seven years or so, I want to say, uh, six or seven years. And every year I go for less time and sh- like less amount of days and then shorter time. This year I had to drag Jesse by the teeth to go. And we made it Monday, which is the last day. That's Labor Day. Uh, for two and a half hours mm. in and out in and out we did our we, we have our route we have our map we have our go-to because i love packs i love the idea of e3 or packs or these big video game events there's so much going on but there's just so many people it's just people everywhere michael mm-hmm. do you have any idea how many like what's the I, I don't even have an idea of perception of the scale of that thing so what are you what are you thinking Ten thousand, five thousand? Hundreds of thousands. Oh, my goodness. I was way off. I had no idea. Yeah, it's it's so many people. It's 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 the entire convention center, plus usually two additional hotels and then another side of the convention center, multiple floors. And the fourth floor is the main area. And we went through everything. And the reason we actually kind of get in and out is because we don't wait in line. We're 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 we have the belief belief of not standing in line for anything. So are you seeing anything? <laughs> no, I, feel I mean, like that's so, even a line to the bathroom and that many people. Not a lot of wait in line for any bathroom. I'm going to leave the event. <laughs> if that's the case. Well, so here's the issue is, so we are walking by, we've gone many times and we have played games. We always go through the mega indie booth. Sometimes there's a game here or there open. We can play and talk to the devs. Sometimes we'll walk by some of the other areas where the indies are at. And those are easier to get into. Sometimes they're showing a video. And the problem here is that when you go by the big booths, like the Nintendo booth this year wasn't too big, but they did have Super Mario Party, uh, Let's Go Pokemon, they had Smash, and then a bunch of other games. But the wait is two hours to get in. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to wait two hours. I'm just going to buy Smash. And then we walked by, this is our thing, like, we walked by Mega Man 11, right? Oh, that game, like, I, I would try that. And... The line was two hours. Ugh. And so, I'm like, I'm not going to wait two hours. I'm going to buy it. It's $10. Let's buy it. You know? 
<laughs> so <laughs> it's easier and faster just to buy the thing. So what? Yeah. So what did you see? What did you enjoy? What was there? Yeah. So PAX is still lovely. I still love it. The the Mega Indie booth is super rad. And I got to see our good friends over at Astroneer, uh, which is not a Switch oh. game, but uh, we're big fans. I bought an Astroneer T-shirt, which is really cool. Did you Did you um, ask him? Did you say, "Hey, this needs to be on Switch"? <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's what I walked around. One thing that was cool about PAX this year is usually I see little banners that say it's on Xbox or it's on Steam. This year, every single booth had a little banner that said on switch like if it was oh, on switch it. or not yeah so that was really cool to see uh and then I, the first thing i'd ask every single person at the booth is is this on switch and they'd be like no like oh, i don't want it then oh, moving on <laughs> Walk away. moving on see ya yeah <laughs> but i i did stop by our friends at super giant games uh big uh friends of the show bastion transistor they had the switches out it looked great um real real excited to see those games finally come on switch I also stopped by our good friends, friends of the show, Tommy and Kyle from Team Meat, Super Meat Boy. These are actually these are actually real friends of mine. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't want to just say friends of the show for everybody, but Kyle and I go way back to our Arizona days. Um, he's made many amazing games, um, and he actually is working on Super Meat Boy forever. But also, I got behind the scenes, and I got to play Kyle in the new super meat boy card game, like tabletop game. And it was awesome. Like they're only selling it there, but they had so much demand that they're going to print more and sell them. And it's super cool. It's like, you're playing the video game. Like there's a table you try to make it through a level and you have moves. It's really, really good. Probably one of the best card tabletop games I've ever played. I was pretty jealous because I do really enjoy tabletop games. So when I saw that, I was like, Oh, that's, I just think it's cool that they were showing it there and only, you know, selling it there. Not only does it make it feel a little bit more special, but it just was the right crowd, you know, and I'm sure everybody was super excited for it. So I'm hoping to, if they do put those back out into the world, I, I am hoping to grab something. Maybe, maybe the, through the connections, we can make that happen because it did look very cool. And as soon as I saw the photo you had posted, I was like, oh, that son of a bee. I'm, I'm pretty jealous. I, I go to Kyle, I go, Kyle. Thanks for saving me one. <laughs> and he goes, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, thanks, Mr. D-. You know, he like created the entire, I think he was like the lead designer on it or whatnot, which is really Just cool. Just couldn't so. keep one. Couldn't keep one for you. Couldn't keep one. So I'm going to see if I can get some out of him and then give some away to our awesome listeners. Yeah. But that's absolutely. it. That's my packs. That's my packs review. Five out of 10. No, seven out of 10. Seven. Oh, out of 10. wow. I love it. I love it. I think that's awesome. Maybe next year we can we can do that together. I would really love to make that trip out and, and see that or like an E3 or something. Yeah, you can come crash with us. You can crash with us. We have two rooms now. Two bed, two bath. If it's happening, Ooh, you can come and crash with us. Plenty of room. Yeah, plenty um, of room. All right. So should we get into the other big news? We had the another nindy um that happened and we didn't really get time to review it with me traveling and you moving and everything else so we just wanted to go down the line real quick and just kind of call out some of the stuff that maybe stood out to us now i had a couple that i thought were really interesting um one of those being towerfall which is coming out september 27th there was also (laughs) the untitled goose game which i think is just hysterical. I don't I, I I don't know if Untitled Goose Game is now the permanent title because it just seems like that's what everybody wants it to be. That's going to be early 2019. But I think for me, Bastion, Transistor, 
um, and Into the Breach, which is out now, um, are the big ones. Those of all of what I had seen, I'm really excited to play those because I hadn't played Bastion or Transistor previously. So this is the time. Yeah, I'm like I said, I'm super excited for Bastion Transistor. They looked super good, by the way, on the Switch. Mm. Um, again, uh, friends of the show, Supergiant Games, actually know uh, some of those team members over there. Um, really cool. I will say this, Michael. I did stop by the Untitled Goose Game booth uh, at VAX. <laughs> it was a very busy booth, and they, you could play it. Yeah, it was really. No, I swear, it was super busy. Um, oh, wow, people love it. I mean, it does look. I mean, it was pretty, and it looks kind of funny. So, I mean, it it makes sense. It's just a quirky and weird game. Yeah. So I had the developer. I asked the developer. I go, "Hey, can you just give me the 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 pitch? You know what I mean?" Mm-hmm. And he goes, uh, "It's it's a game where you play as a goose and you just piss everybody off." <laughs> <laughs> That's the elevator speech right there. Yeah. Real real to the point. Yeah, the graphics are really good. This is a different style to it. I'm mm-hmm. insta buy, insta buy. Nice, nice. Yeah, I would say that in here, I'm really excited. Hyper uh, Hyperlight Drifter, uh, it's out now. That came out. Uh, we've known it's going to come out. There's a lot of really cool games on here. Uh, Samurai Gun 2, which I'm a big fan of. It's kind of Towerfall esque um, type of co- uh, couch co op is in November. What else did I like? Um, oh, geez, what I'm looking through the list here. Uh, light fingers looks like a super cool game. Uh, me and my buddy were talking about it today. Definitely check out that trailer, uh, the extended trailer. I'll put it in the show notes. It looks really cool. And the messenger we talked about it cause it's already out. Mm-hmm. Um, that is like a ninja Gaiden type game. And the more I see it, the more I want it. But, uh, into the breach was my number one and I already bought it and I've been playing it and I'll talk about it later. Oh, good. Yeah, because I, it is definitely a uh, must buy unless you tell me otherwise at the end. So we'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. You know, my favorite thing that Nintendo did, though, was they added an indie channel to mm. the news tab, which is cool. Yeah. And, you know, and that's the, I, I definitely follow that now. And it made me want we've, we you and I have discussed this in the past. I want like, uh, you know, maybe if 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 we got to the point where we're like really just killing it with news we could build one you know Mm -hmm. or ign could have one on there that we could follow or kotaku like why can't those also have tabs because i don't think the news as is as utilized as that could be i thought this indie channel was the first step in making that news tab actually something i cared about where it's telling me things that are of interest as opposed to just about a game, a single game. And I would love to see IGN or some other, you know, gaming industry news site able to throw articles on there. That way I'm constantly going to that as much as I'm going to the eShop every day. Yeah, kind of a community feed in a way where mm-hmm. it's hand curated news and updates because it is hard to get some of the news if if it's not on the news channel. It's only the yeah. official news channel, so yeah, that's why we're here, though. That's why we're here, Michael, because we are the unofficial kind of official news we channel. We are the new. We are the. We keep our finger on the pulse. On the pulse. And I will say uh, that's the Nindies Direct. I will say there's a lot in there. 15 minutes of glory. Uh, go check it out. I don't, we're not going to spend a whole 15 minutes on it, but um, good stuff. I will say the most important thing happened today. We're recording on Tuesday, 9 4. The most important thing in the entire world happened when it comes to video games because Zen Studios are friends at Zen Studios and Pinball FX3. They officially, Michael, have the license 
to create pinball tables for Bally and Williams machines. I am so excited for this because this was previously exclusive to Farsight Studios Pinball Arcade, which we've talked about. They lost the rights earlier and they are officially doing it. They got the rights. They're coming out with Fishtail, Junkyard, Medieval Madness, and Getaway High Speed 2 coming this fall. I'm going to buy them all. And this is like the first time they're getting official tables and pinball effects is so good. I'm so excited. I'm excited for this. I just hope Switch version is getting everything. I am a little, a little frustrated that we don't have all of the cool tables, all of mm-hmm. the cool themes that, you know, like the Xbox or the other platforms have. Um, I, I want all of it and I want it all on my Switch. I want it all. But I am excited for this. I'm disappointed the Star Wars stuff isn't there. That's the one. Me that too. Remember. Exactly. The meat that that was the one that really got me. I was I was so bummed because I had seen it on their website, and I was thinking, well, "Hello, where's this? <laughs> I'd be playing this at a heartbeat." But yeah. I don't know. Maybe we will. Maybe we will. So we had mentioned this little small mom and pop shop last week on the show called Best Buy. Now, Best Buy, it's an up-and-comer. You may have heard of it. Well, they are doing something in a very limited amount of locations. If you haven't got enough Super Smash Brothers Ultimate yet, you need to get your grubby little fingers all up on there. Best Buy stores are actually having an event where you can go and play the game. Play it before you buy it. If you can't get enough... So on September 8th, this is kicking off. I think there's roughly eight locations throughout the country. um, And we will include that in our show notes so people can see where those are. I think one is in Seattle and one is in New York City. I don't know if I'm going to commute three hours to go and play, though. Yeah, it's kind of weird that it's at the Best Buy in New York instead of just the Nintendo store yeah, in New it, York. I was thinking the same thing. You have a Nintendo store, like this giant four-floor store in the city, and it's not going to be there. <laughs> yeah, they've done this before. They did the Switch. You could play the Switch before it was out. And it is in Seattle, a.k.a. Bellevue, which is across the water, and it's not the same city. It's a, it's a completely different city, um, <laughs> and it's very far away. However, if I'm here, it's Saturday, Sunday. I'll, maybe I'll make a trip over there. I'll take the non, non-told highway. That's what I say. It doesn't sound like it's a bike, a bike trip for you. Oh, I could bike it. I bike out to Redmond uh, home every day, which is about 14 miles. So I could bike out there in about an hour. Oh. Well, if if you do, definitely take some photos. See what the line is looking like. I'm I'm imagining it, it's going to be mobbed. That's my guess, but I could be totally wrong. Um, you can visit maybe your friend at Best Buy that gave us the news before <laughs> regarding the Switch sales. Yeah. Oh, you remember me when how I asked you how the Switch was doing? Looks like it's doing good. <laughs> I'm back. Uh, all right. So more Switch news. We are getting rumors that there's a firmware update 6.0 coming out. Apparently, some hackers slash users have been able to download this and have started sharing images of what they're seeing and it's kind of underwhelming. So what they've been seeing, I think, is just a couple user icons. And then there's some new icons for NES and SNES controllers, which I maybe we're getting new controller types, but nothing's official. I mean, this is going to be coming out, I think, in the next couple of weeks. It's it's probably before the big online so, um, uh, service comes out. This is going to be the update before that. But 
for me personally, I always am kind of underwhelmed by these these sort of rumor mill type things. I, I'm I'm totally okay to wait to see the firmware just have it released. I don't need a build up for it. Yeah, and and this is all. People seem to be all upset that we don't have more information on the on the online service. We don't know how things are going to work. Ah, I don't care. I've I've lived a year without knowing. Whatever, just take my money whenever. Do you know how the PlayStation One works? Do you know how the Xbox works? Nintendo's is going to work just like that. Yeah, <laughs> you get the gist. Yeah, you go online, you 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 hit a button, and then you play a game online, and then yeah, you, there's you not a whole lot more you need to know about it. And and it's okay to be surprised sometimes. Believe it or not, I I almost don't mind being surprised when something rolls out, and I'm like, oh, cool. You know, I don't yeah. need to know everything two months before the thing is out. Just like this firmware, people are so hungry to know every detail about mundane things. It's a, it's an update. It's not anything. They're so excited. Yeah, I, I don't quite understand it, but I, I agree. I think that for me, I do like that element of surprise, which is when like a Nindy Direct comes out or a, just a Nintendo Direct comes out and they're like, and you can get it right now. And you're like, all right, oh, I'm I in. love that. Let's do it. I love yes. that. Nothing excites me more. It could be the biggest turd of a game and I'm I'm all for it. I'm, I'm getting it right then and there because I just love that. I love, you know, E3. It's the same way you hear about that game looks amazing. Yeah, it'll be out in six more years. It's like, oh, OK. Well, so when they do it and it's like you got it now. I yeah. run right to it. Yeah, just give it to me. I want it right now. And and that element of surprise just gives me that adrenaline rush. That like, oh, it makes me want to go get it. And mm-hmm. I think it's how it was with Into the Breach because I've been waiting for that game to come out. Like, I didn't actually I didn't even know it was coming to the Switch. And I would wanted to play it for so long because I played FTL previously. And when they're like, and, and finally, and they're like, oh, I'm like, well, Into the Breach. And I get it right now. Went online and I bought <laughs> it. And I came home and it was downloaded on my Switch, which was a great feeling, you know. Oh, so. I love it. Well, you know what else got an update recently, Michael? Tell me. The Wii U, which I actually just got out of the closet, and I found out that my gamepad touchscreen doesn't work anymore, so I can't get this firmware update. Oh. So <laughs> I was getting I was cleaning I was cleaning out the closet and I plugged it in and it took 18 years to boot up. And uh and I go, all right. I mean, I, I actually it's going back. And now the Wii U, I will say. I loved the games, many of the games that came out for this system. Not a fan of the system. And and oh, yeah. people can hate on me. Hate on me all you want. I just believe that it, it was ahead of its time. It was the precursor to the Switch. The Switch got it right. The Wii U, amazing games. And I'm just glad so many are coming to the Switch because I get to play them again. So uh, there was a new update, 553, 5.5.3. There's further improvements to the overall system stability and other minor, minor adjustments. They've been made to enhance the user experience. I have not had the ability to test this, Michael, because <laughs> once your touchscreen on your Wii U dies, uh, that is game over. You have to pay $100 to get that fixed. So mm. I can't do anything. But uh, now it's just a paperweight. Now it, 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 you just add it to the museum. You know, you got to get the shelves. You got to get to the display case and put that bad boy up. Yep. Got to put it there. Yeah. So we'll see. But if you have a Wii U, go go cop that. Yeah. So now into game announcements. We have some new announcements from Epic. Apparently, there's been a lot of players recently complaining about issues they're having on the Switch version. So some of the stuff they're noticing are hitches where your players just suddenly like jumps. And I have experienced this. Um, 
not very often, but there has been one or two times where I was running to grab something and I get it. And it just like the game jumps and it lurches you into some other area, you know, within 20 feet of where you were. The only time that was a big issue is I was at the very top of a skyscraper and it launched me right off the building and killed me. So it can be a problem. And then the other problem a lot of users are seeing are the environments are not rendering correctly. So I think, you know, either stuff just not there and then they're flying in and all of a sudden you got a building in front of you. Um but whatever it is, Epic is on the case and they are now working directly with Nintendo to figure it out. They are rolling out an update that's going to help and they say they think they've got it figured out. And in their offices, it seems to be working much better and they're going to be rolling out that uh, that fix to everyone. Nice. So I think that's great. Yeah. Yeah, they're listening to people. Cool. Another interesting game tidbit is that somebody has discovered an unseen area in Zelda Breath of the Wild. Basically, they just glitched through the wall and it kind of falls down to the spot and a bunch of weird little stuff is happening. They're like there's a video and they're showing how they're running around and they're kind of behind the environment and they they run through a puddle and it turns to lava and burns them and stuff. It's it's okay. It's kind of interesting just to see kind of how the world is constructed. That's the only takeaway I get. Other people on there are commenting about, oh my goodness, what you know, this could be something that's going to turn into something else in the game or blah, blah, blah. <laughs> to me, it just shows you how a developer constructed the world. And I think that is kind of fascinating. But ultimately, it's kind of like that firmware update where I'm not that into it. You know, I, I, I it just it's just interesting to see how it was made, I guess. Yeah, you're not going to go out of your way to go no. glitch. Yeah, no, I saw the video. I'm like, yeah, cool, cool. Yeah. And then that was it. <laughs> I, I, I am a big fan of seeing how things are constructed or the underside or sometimes developers, they'll put unused assets. Just they're like, oh, I was working on this thing, but I got cut. So just put it five billion X, Y over there and then you can kind of glitch mm. over to it, which I think that's neat. I think it's neat to see some of the stuff. But yeah, I don't think that any of this is going to turn into anything, but it does look cool. I did uh, watch the video, so I definitely recommend checking it out because I don't know. It's it's only ten minute video, which I appreciate. Yeah. It wasn't like you have to watch an hour. So, oh that. man, yeah, no, ten minute video. Watch it. You'll never have to do the glitch yourself again. Yeah. Now, a game I'm very very excited for for my uh, friend, personal friend, Suda Five One, friend of the show. Um, you know, no more heroes, fame, uh, grasshopper manufacturer, a whole bunch of great things from Suda Five One. They're coming out with Travis Strikes again. No more heroes. It's actually like a bunch of different like types of games in one. Um, if you hear them describe it, like they're kind of different mini games that are more than a mini game, just they're different. It's very hard to say exactly how it all <laughs> come together. But uh, interviewed at PAX, uh, Suda51 was there and he said, hey, you know, we're, we're it's coming along, along nicely. Um, and we were planning on November, December timeframe. But there's a big game coming out called Smash Brothers and we don't want to um compete so yeah they they're moving it back to january uh january 18th and that's fine a bunch more people have switches and i'll buy it then yeah and i think that's actually smart you know you got this giant behemoth coming out why let your whether it's a great game a crappy game or whatever it's going to get buried and people are gonna it's not going to get noticed right so you give it a little bit of time let people kind of burn through that first couple of weeks with the new 
big hit and then you release your game and people are going to it'll it'll get a lot more attention. I I'm I think it was really a smart move. I agree. I agree. And just fall releases are just really hard and and, and hopefully it pans out. And hopefully kind of the the lull and people have had a few weeks to play games and boom, you'll be good to go. So, we'll see. Now the next thing I'm pretty excited for because Nintendo has been making a splash here and there in mobile. Some things have stick stuck sticky stuck some things have not um they are coming out with how do you say this i mean dragalia lost uh which is a game coming out now officially on september 27th it's an action rpg it looks super cool i did pre-register uh for android you can go to the website and you can get it um and and register and you get the first half a million players they get like a bunch of like in-game currency or whatever but um, I'm pretty excited for it. It does look really cool. I've been watching the trailers. Um, it's, it's kind of fantasy, humans, dragons kind of living together. So it looks really nice. I'm excited to see how this game comes together because it's it's kind of a partnership with other game company that's made really big, big mobile games in the past. Um, I will say that I, I'm excited to see if they ever announce anything about that Mario Kart mobile game because I would, I would buy that. So... Well, one day. Yeah, I I'm excited for I'm excited to try this. I'll yeah. put it out there at, at, at that. I, I did the same thing. I pre-registered. I went on my Nintendo. You get the points and all the money or whatever they're giving you. I'm just a little concerned. I don't want this to be a money grab. You know, I don't want, um, you know, every transaction to be like, oh, if you pay two dollars for real money, you get to bump. I just want to be able to have a great quality Nintendo game on my phone and other than playing Mario run, which I thought was the the best of what I've played from Nintendo on my phone. um, It just, everything else hasn't really stuck for me. They just don't, they fall flat. They don't, they're not enjoyable. Um, So I'm really excited to to play this. I think that it's interesting that it's an entirely new IP. I'm curious if that means if it does really well, we can start to see something like this moving over to the switch and a little bit more fleshed out version even, uh, or tied in kind of like the Pokemon go is tying into, you know, the, the sort of the mainstream Pokemon that we all know and love. I don't know. I I'm excited for it though. I I am looking forward to it. And uh, I guess we'll find out September 27th. So, this has got to be something Ubisoft is crazy excited about. They just released their third quarter financial briefing, and it shows that Mario and Rabbids on Nintendo has just crushed it. It was the highest selling third party game on the Switch. They had sold more than 2 million copies of this game. 2 million. Amazing. Yeah, it's good. It deserves it. It deserves it. Yeah. it's awesome so and they also have this super sweet infographic too if you're into this game talking about all these stats for mario rabbits so uh, i love infographics so maybe we can include a link to that because it is pretty entertaining going through that infographic maybe we can share that with everyone yeah so then last thing before we get into the best sellers and new releases there were some new smash brothers if you can't have enough smash bros more smash bros in your life (laughs) <laughs> there is officially a brand new pro controller, $74.99 coming out this fall. Um, it's Smash Bros themed. It's very expensive, but there's also that's a, lot. that's a lot. Yeah, there's also a special edition of Smash Bros comes with that controller, comes in a steel case, $139.99. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Now, come I will, on. I know. Well, on top of that, there was even potential leak of a 
Switch plus Smash Bros, which who knows what that'll be. Five billion ninety nine ninety nine. <laughs> I saw the pictures. It did. They leaked some blurry photos of it, and it looks basically like a Switch with some, you know, the the same pattern that's on that Pro controller, and then the dock has some of the the characters kind of black and white looking. I. You know, it makes total sense to come out with this bundle. It would be crazy if they didn't. I just hope it's not marked up like, you know, that pro controller. 75 bucks is way, way too much. Yeah. Yeah. Way too. All right. So our best sellers, the top five Hollow Knight is still number one. That sale, I think it just drove people to downloadable content. All of the stuff that Hollow Knight is doing, aside from it just being an amazing game as it is, is just holding strong at number one. Number two is Monster Hunter Generations Ultimate. No surprise there. Number three, Into the Breach. This was your doing, my friend. I believe it. You tweeted it, and it is now number three. Then number four is Dead Cells. And number five is Overcooked 2. Nice. Now, as far as the top five for download only, it shifts a little. Hollow Knight is number one, obviously. Into the Breach is number two. Human Fall Flat is number three, <laughs> which I guess it has to do with the the, the sale. I mean, it's, it looks like a crazy entertaining game, but I, I'm that's cool. Uh, number four is The Messenger. And number five is One Strike. Nice. And as far as the top 30 debuts, The Messenger is uh, the overall, it came in eighth. Nice. I'm going to really look at The Messenger. I'm, I just I need time, though. We'll talk about it later because Into the Breach is going to suck all my time. But um, oh, yeah. I like I'm glad that that it shot up and I'm also glad Monster Hunter Generations number two still can't beat that night that little night going strong. No, I know. I you know, and it's funny. I jumped into Hollow Knight thing and oh, just just a great game. I didn't know it was going to be 300 hours long. I didn't know that it was going to take so long. I see all these other great games popping up. I, I'm just I do love it, though. I'm I'm having a blast. Yeah. Uh, well, this week, Michael, I'm not sure how many of the games you'll have a blast with, but I will break down the physical releases. There are four. The first one is God Wars, the complete legend. This is from Nice America. So if you like JRPG turn-based uh, adventures, this is for you. It kind of reminds me of Final Fantasy Tactics. That's what it looks like, the grid-based mm. turn-based. I do like that, but uh, not for me. Um, that's on September 4th. That's 40 Bones. Now, on September 7th, this game had been uh, in some Nintendo Directs and had some lots of video press. It's SNK Heroines Tag Team Frenzy. It's all of your favorite SNK characters, the female fighters, I guess, in a 2v2 fighting game. $50. This game is a little bit too inappropriate for me. So <laughs> it's 2018, people. I'm over it. Yeah, that's me. And then finally, Yokai Watch Blasters Red Cat Core, the Red Cat Cores, Corpse. I always say Corpse, Corpse. but Corpse and White Dog Squad for the Nintendo 3DS. If you have that little yeah. handheld, forty dollars little Yokai Watch. So, um, some good. Some, it's out there. We'll see. Yeah, and as far as the digital downloads on September fourth, we have Moonfall Ultimate for thirteen dollars, Ninjin Clash of Carrots. You play as a little rabbit. It's fifteen dollars. I know this is something you're gonna love. Am I yeah. right? It looks absolutely yeah. amazing. I watched the trailer. <laughs> I have no idea what's happening. All I know is I'm like, I need this game in my life. <laughs> i figured that it's a side scroller it looks just like mass anarchy the whole time just I, I, there's so much going on so i figured that you'd you'd be all over it yeah and then also on the fourth we have son of a witch for 15 dollars 
Moving on to the September 6th, we have Broforce from our friends over at Devolver Digital. It's a run and gun sort of retro game. And in their slogan, it's kicking butt for justice. So that's $15. Then there's Gone Home, which this one actually I may be picking up. Mm. It's $15. It's an interactive exploration simulator. It's just a story, basically. And you're trying to figure out what happened to your family after you've gotten back from a a year-long trip. I think you're coming back from school or something like that. Um, It is by the creators of Bioshock, or some of them anyway. And I just, it looks really well done excellent reviews so i think i might be jumping on that yeah it looks the cool. next one we have is hyper light drifter special edition for twenty dollars then kentucky robo chicken for a whopping two dollars and fifty cents lifeless planet premiere edition twenty dollars this is another one for me to get uh i we, we talked about it a little bit last week where you're an astronaut exploring some sort of russian colony on a on a believed to be uninhabited planet so it looks very interesting i hope it's good and then shikando soul eater for 14 dollars. on september 17th we have full blast for six mummy pinball for two dollars siggy a fart for melusina i have I don't know. This this reminds me of like what Mario's loser alternate universe self would have became if he never became Mario the Plumber. Like it just yeah. looks like a total dump of a game. Uh, and then super inefficient golf, where you're basically it's kind of like the Rocket League of golf. You you take your golf ball and you just you throw the golf club aside and you just stick mines all over the golf ball. And then when you ignite it, it shoots it off into random directions. It could be totally fun or extremely frustrating. I can't decide which one it will be. That's amazing. That would <laughs> be so good. Yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm excited for that. Full Blast looks cool. That's from our friends over at Red Akai Games, the vertical sp- scrolling shmup. Lots of shmups this week. <laughs> that is a shmup. Yeah, a little shmup. Uh, Kentucky Robo Chicken, um, great. Go watch the trailer. You're going to love it. <laughs> um, Gone Home looks really cool. I, when I was reading more about it, I was into it. I do think Ninja and Clash of the Carrots is for me this week. I'm going to say it's going to make the top 30 games. That's mine. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. I think Lifeless Planet's going to be up there. It's going to break in. I think Gone Home is going to as well. I don't think any of them are going to be the top five, though. No. Hollow Knight, number one. Hollow Knight. Yeah. That's the only one. Yeah. <sighs> there we go. That's the week. That is the week of games. That is. I think that means we are at everybody's favorite segment. What you playing? Well, you know, this week, Michael, one game I mentioned it earlier into the breach. Uh, it had <laughs> had my attention at Nindy's, uh, the Nindy's Direct, and I downloaded it. Now, this is from the creator of FTL, Faster Than Light, uh, which is a phenomenal game. Which is game. a great game. Oh, yeah. So good. Now, what's interesting about Into the Breach is that uh, it has a very similar style um, as FTL, kind of 16 isomorphic view slanted. And this is a turn-based game. I, I just It's hard to, you, you kind of have this overworld map and you lay down your mechs and each mech has a different kind of ability of punching or shooting rockets or grenades. And uh, every single turn, the enemies, which are these big giant, um, insect things, um, robots, they try to take down your power source and also kill you. And it's 
it's interesting because you know their move, like they'll move and then they'll target you. And your whole goal is to kind of try to take them out, but actually just try to move them or displace them. So when they make the move, they miss you. Uh, it's very interesting. It's a different style because normally when you're doing turn base, it's all about go, go, go. But what I've learned is that this does not work in Into the Breach. Into the Breach is all about knowing how many moves you can make. And when you take an action, what that will do to the enemy, maybe it pushes them into a mountain, maybe it pushes them into the water or just a square away to miss on the next move. So it's very okay. different turn-based, very fun, very hard, super hard, very hard. Hmm. And now, been, is that is it just a difficulty? That is just one setting, or can you make it less difficult? Or uh, I am on normal, and it is very difficult. Oh. So I'm going to try okay. easy. Um, I want to try to go, but uh, it. I want to try to go out of the box, and I think I'm going to try one more time and see how I do. But I think I might go to easy just to kind of ease into it. And then go from there. But every time you play it, because once your 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 mechs die, or if you lose too much of these like energy grids, you start all over, and it's randomly generated oh. every single time. Oh, now is there a lot of depth to it? Would you say like, you know, in in the trailer when I was seeing it, it looked like the the. I don't know. It looked like there was maybe power ups or level ups or like as you evolved, or is it sort of like FTL where you start? And then you finish and that is the game. And then, you know, you do another one and then another one. No, you can is keep. There, is there, does it stack onto itself? Yeah, you can keep upgrading your mechs and things. And I don't know if it stacks. I'm assuming so. But there's a lot of upgrades and potential there. So. Okay, nice. Yeah. yeah I'm So so just without getting a full review, is this a, a must buy, would you say? Thumbs up. Oh, nice. Excellent. So for me, I've been playing obviously Hollow Knight, but I also started chipping away at some of the demos that I've mm. been downloading and just not getting around to because Hollow Knight has taken up so much of my time. Um, I've been playing Toy Stunt Bike Tip Tops Trials, Ooh, how's that? Um, which is terrible. Uh, it is kind of like a really super simple trials fusion, you know, the game where you're kind of just like flipping around and doing wheelies and stuff kind of interesting. And then the other one that I started playing with the, is a click, um, what is it called? Like a point and click story mm. and it's called earthworms. That one is very interesting. At first, the story was just throwing me for a loop. It was very strange, very weird, but it is getting to be very, very interesting. Um, it's a mystery, a murder mystery. You play as a detective and you go to this weird island and you're trying to figure out what's going on. This The narrative, the writing is odd. I am not going to try to sugarcoat it. It's very weird, but the story is starting to grow on me mm. and that's what I've been playing. Nice. I love it. Well, thanks, buddy, for uh, for for trying those sweet sweet demos. Uh, now I'm going to totally mm -hmm. try Toy Stunt Bike Tip Tops Trials. That's I'm in. It, you play as a monkey. If if that's a selling feature, I don't know what is. Um, I know how you love it. I do. You know, you you're all about the monkeys. So that may that may turn it for you. I don't know. Yeah. We'll see. Well, Michael, um, I'm going to give that a download. And um, I hope all of our listeners don't. So until next week, people, <laughs> this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. I'm James Montemagno at MS Rivette on Twitter at Dispatch Podcast. You can always go to NintendoDispatch.com for the latest reviews, hands-on, and episodes. Be sure to share it with all your friends. So until next time, this has been your Nintendo Dispatch. <laughs>